Hello, Dat Fam. It's your evil GM Ben here. Thank you so much for checking out Things in space. Currently, we're streaming and recording remotely so that we can all stay safe during COVID-19. If you're interested, you can support us by following or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the dat network. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to do the little things. Rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sound and music you hear during the game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add those sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is for free and it comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again and I hope you really enjoy the show. It's Saturday. <laughs> it's six o'clock. There's a tail in the stars and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. Yeah! All right. I guess I'm ready. Are you ready? Should we? Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should do the thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Last time, according to the ship. (laughs) I was like, is this where we read the comments? (laughs) Everyone had a really dramatic pause, and I was like, (laughs) oh, I wanted him to keep going so bad. Okay, all right, let's take two <laughs> Here we go. Let's get into it. One was a winner. Last time, according to the <laughs> show. That's me. <laughs> the crew of the Scourge faced an unwinnable circumstance. Faced against overwhelming foes, weakened by injur- injuries, and with a possible turd coat in the group, time froze. Bloody Amy turned to Mog claiming that Big Tola couldn't kill him, but they killed him first. She fired a shot blowing up a pressurized canister of gas and killed Mog in the same moment. Big Tola and Bloody Amy nabbed No-No, claiming a hostage, who was surprisingly calm about the situation. But in that moment, a band of Sirocco gang members exploded through the garage entrance of cryogenics. All chaos broke loose, and in the quarrel, Buddy Amy and Big Tola snuck out free with the little turquoise skittermander in tow. Battle raged between the two competing gangs for the heart of cryogenics, while half of the crew stood aghast in the middle of it. Captain Phoenix simply couldn't believe that Mog was dead. Something was off, and in the midst of ferocious fighting, she calmly made her way toward the slimy Osharu. Abedzagak struck against their opposition, as only one filled with grief could. But the majority of the crew's fears subsided as Mog opened his eyes, revealing it all to be a ruse. The heroes still, however, had to fight their way out of their precarious position. Little by little, the Akeshti fell and the Suli of the Sirocco gang perished until only a few remained. With one final stroke of insight, Skrith, who had stayed behind when Nono left, blasted one of the canisters and sent all remaining gang members to the void. The trio of Mog, Abedzagak, and Captain Phoenix tarried in cryogenics, deciphering what had happened. Nono was held captive by the trio of Mama Thrash, Big Tola, and Bloody Amy. It wasn't until Mama Thrash questioned the tiny little skittermander that the Akeshti decided Nono didn't know anything. But when all but Nono and Bloody Amy were in the room, 
Bloody Amy revealed they no longer wanted to be the psychopaths that they were. They wished to remember wagons, rugs, and smiles. Bloody Amy needed Nono to fix them. Meanwhile, the trio followed Scriff, who for the first time spoke the words, hide and seek. As they got closer to the meltdown, they hid behind a cart called Sunmeat. Learning some valuable information from a dwarf named Kojin Hackhands, <laughs> then saw Bloody Amy and Nono casually walking free. The crew was together again, but nothing was copacetic by any means. Turmoil ravaged the heroes. Captain Phoenix wondered if she could ever trust Bloody Amy. Mog philosophized about the significance of not accepting who you are. Abedzagak stoically questioned, but Bloody Amy remained resolute and Nono was prepped for work. The crew headed to the seedy biotech supply store of Murdagak Modalm. On the outskirts of Corona, the group worked together to bring back the charming, smiling Model 392. Bypassing certain nodes and rewiring some misaligned and not color-coordinated circuitry, Nono started in, acting as part brain surgeon and part roboticist. With the help of Captain Phoenix's inspiring words and Abedzigak's rug addiction, Model 392 pulled from the depths of Bloody Amy and became the only existing personality. For a moment, all was well, until another solar plume crashed through the building, creating devastation and er irradiating a pet miniature moonflower, which grew into a large carnivorous creature. The moonflower consumed the fleeing Murdagak Modon and then peered its hungry eyes toward the crew. As it paced itself closer and closer, the heroes could hear the cries of help muffled in its throat. They interceded. Quickly, the party rushed forward to engage the flesh-eating plant. All advanced as Mog and Captain Phoenix delivered devastating magical attacks from close range. Model 392 stood toe-to-toe -to, -toe to the enemy while Abedzigak was too enthralled by the creature to do anything. But Nono, who tried to climb up its back, learned the hard way how powerful it was. It spat out Murdagak in an egg sack and swallowed the skittermander. Mog tried to break Murdagak free while Model 392 battled headlong with the plant. In the belly of the beast, Nono tried desperately to cut free. But in the end, Nono was spat herself into an egg sack. Mog freed both her and Murdagak while Captain Phoenix laid down the killing blow on the radiated flora with a simple survival knife. Whole again, but with more to learn, the crew prepared to get more to get some information. Now join me as we traverse the night sky. A blank white void surrounded the singular standing bloody AME. Accessing memory four. Bloody AME wheeled around, shocked to notice Nono hard at work tearing into the now imperfect marble floor. What are you doing here? Where is here? Oh, don't worry, I'm fixing you. But it's pretty hard work. There's a lot of rewiring and programming going on, computer stuff, stuff that I can't tell you because I'm pretty sure I'm a figment of your imagination. I said, accessing memory four! Excuse me, explain. But before they could finish the sentence, Bloody Amy was pulled to a world almost forgotten in if a collected database could in fact forget something. In front of the curious android was a memory that floated like an enormous bubble. It drifted here and there before descending onto the top of Bloody Amy's head. Suddenly the world was alive around them like the first time Alcott had flipped on their power couplet. The 
purple braids of hair flashed profusely, accessing the core qualities of what this moment was. Alcott was teaching them words. Hello. 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 What is happening? I don't know. Looks like that guy is trying to teach you stuff. Yikes, how far in your memory base did we go? Buddy Amy gazed over at the Vesk standing beside them. Hadn't Nono just been there? Did the Skittermander leave, or was Abedzagak always there? Oh, don't worry. Your mind is going through trippy things. So, what are we looking at? Said Abedzagak as they tried to roll up the non-existent carpet. We are at one of my first memories. This is Alcott. He's the Ifrit. Ifrit? Ifrit. Sure. He's the Ifrit who programmed me. Made me in perfect likeness to his wife. But I wasn't up to his standards. Can you say love? Love. Love. The moment paused. Bloody Amy looked back at Abedzagak only to find the face that challenged them the most. Mog's eyes independently took in all the surroundings. Ah, yes. A pivotal moment in your life. Something so early, but has stuck with you for so long. Tell me what frustrated you most about this situation. I'm not talking to you about this. Ah, but you aren't. You are merely speaking to yourself as Nono pokes your brain and interface with sharp objects. <laughs> okay, fine. This was the first moment I wasn't myself. All the pieces were just put together, brand new to the world, and yet I wasn't allowed to figure out who I was. And what happened? You know very well what happened. You killed him. The sharp, striking voice of Captain Phoenix startled Bloody Amy. But the truth hit home. In an early stage of growth, Bloody Amy had been forced to be someone she was not, and their creator paid the price. You are a killer. How can I accept you? How can the crew accept you? It's not my fault. He made me like this. How can the crew accept you if you can't accept yourself? Silence lingered like the stench of a rotted onion. Yeah, okay. I get it. Bloody Amy walked forward to the incorporeal form in the processor and stared it eye to eye like a mirror. I don't have to be you. I don't have to be what I was or what anyone wants me to be. I get to choose. Now... That's a thought worth a sip of whiskey. A smile fell across Bloody Amy's face. When they were ripped from this moment, the android would no longer be Bloody Amy. They would change into Model 392. But Bloody Amy had made the choice, and that was what they wanted. Already? I'm almost done, and... There's lots of other fun to be had with all of us, new friend. I am. I'm ready to accept who I was. And choose who I want to be. Time and space flash forward briefly to a small point in time very nearly directly after. 
You all have just faced a moonflower, and although it pushed you very nearly to the brink health-wise and with limited magical resources, you all pulled through and feel stronger because of it. But with the limited knowledge of the situation, where will you go? Who will you meet? What do you do? Not be around a dead plant anymore. I would like to say... You beautiful, beautiful thing, you. <laughs> if only you weren't so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so sad that Jess missed last week. <laughs> I'm so upset. Uh, I want to be moonflower. <laughs> is there anything on or around the moonflower that is worth uh, taking, keeping? So, why Spice don't you press it in the book? There is a check that you can make that I uh, very clearly remember. Uh, why don't you make a life science check? I put a point in that when we leveled up. Ooh, I did mean, too. I already wait. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, but wait, we didn't mm-hmm. sleep yet. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, that's I'll fine. I'll allow it. You ruined it. You okay? Uh, oh, uh, 26. 26. This particular moonflower can be harvested with, uh, it, it has a valuable byproduct in it that can be harvested uh, to make uh, Mark I adaptive serums. Um, so you can, and actually, you have just by looking at it known this. I'm not going to make you roll another check to do it. You get down there and start like ripping off leaves and start pulling the pieces from it. And you are able to get two Mark I adaptive serums. I know you just said that I ripped off leaves and stuff, but uh, I think after my Biffle didn't fight with me in that entire combat, I would be a little more respectful and uh, like gently peel all the pieces of the plant away. Ah! Respectfully, so. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. What are you I, doing? This is a beautiful creature, but it has stuff that we need. So I'm being as respectful as possible. I'll, I'll like glue it all back together. Can you at least check its ID to see if it's an organ donor? I don't see pockets. I, I can't find a wallet. I am so sorry. Ow. Jim Jam just hit me really hard. He said, Neil Patrick Harris was a colonel. Carl Jenkins wasn't a general <laughs> until the later editions of the franchise when the character was played by someone else. So, so I'm a and colonel. You're a colonel. Oh, ow, I'm dead. Jim kills me. <laughs> ow. Well, I'll change that in my notes. MPH <laughs> is my old boss. That's a, that is a, that's a good little tidbit to throw in there, Bonnie. Well, we're just talking about him, and I'm just like, he's pretty wonderful. He's my old boss. He was the president of the board. Magic of, Castle. Yeah. Uh, the Magic Castle. So technically not my boss, but, you know. He had power over me. Power. <laughs> he had the power. I like him so much. Um, And as you're doing this to the Moonflower, or, uh, Murdigak kind of pops out of that. Uh, he was just kind of cowering in the egg sack that he was in. He was like, well, thank you for killing that creature. You all saved my life. 
We are merely soldiers following the colonel's orders. <laughs> I believe since we have saved your life, we deserve a refund for the credits that you charged No-No for all of the facilities <laughs> that are no longer there because it was destroyed by this moonflower. I'll, I'll do you one better. How about? Because, uh, you know, some of us need the, the credits very badly, um, especially since my shop just was blasted to smithereens by a solar bloom. What if I gave you um, 1,000 credits worth of stock? What? 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 Uh, 1,000 credits worth of stock, spray flesh, med kits, serums of healing, all these things can be yours. I might have them more readily available than the credits, um, than the credits that you are currently asking for. I was just confused because I thought you were talking about stock as in like stock market. I didn't think a stock market in a gang infested city would really be doing too great. And I was not willing to ride a second roller coaster today. Make it 1500 and do it now. <laughs> and I would like to intimidate. Okay, roll an intimidating check. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so plus two? Yeah, yep. Uh, <laughs> 21. Oh, uh, yes, uh, General. I mean, Colonel. Uh, yes, um, uh, you, military man. I can. 15, 1500. Do, yes. That's what I thought. Now, <laughs> stand in line. Phoenix oh, just kind yeah. of like stands there and looks at Mog and is like impressed, but then kind of <laughs> catches herself like, wait, uh, but then goes back to being impressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay, yay. Oh, yes. Somebody, somebody wonderful just did my favorite thing. Oh, uh, no. so, somebody dropped $50 for a hot potato on Captain Phoenix. Does I'm that mean so I get to use Sarah. it? Or it's, it Sarah, it's Sarah, it's Sarah VC1. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, let me just roll the D6 here. Okay. Does that mean I get to use it or it gets uh, it's dropped gonna on It's going to fall on you. Remember, a hot potato is going to, uh, is a grenade that falls from a black hole in the sky during combat. It then falls and it fizzles. Uh, it has a certain number of rounds that it's going to last. It's also a certain grenade, which uh, I have just found out what grenade that it is. Um, and when this thing falls and explodes, it is a free action to pick it up and throw it, meaning it can go absolutely anywhere or it could just land right on Captain Phoenix and explode right then and there. Oh, how fun. How fun. Hmm. How very, very fun. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he, Murdigak offers this floating Barathu, offers up 15,000 credits worth of spray fleshes, uh, serums of healing, um, basically anything that you, anything that you can get at a general, um, a general med station. 15,000? Uh, yeah, Ben, you just said 15,000. Yeah. So we clipped it. No, 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 we clipped it. Yeah, nope, nope, we said it. 15,000. Yeah. 1,500. Nope. Nope. 
Yeah, nope. fifteen. It's fifteen hundred. No. Listen to the colonel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, roll an intimidate check. Yep. <laughs> to our GM. Natural one. <laughs> it was a six, you bitch. <laughs> it is. I didn't finish the word, so it was like half censored. Uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, Sam. Uh, 1,500 worth of medical supplies. Um, we can deal with that later. Um, so um, you all can just decide on that as a group at some point. All right. Where are you going? What are you doing? Sleepy Town. Sleepy Town, which is one of the bubble cities of uh, the Burning Archipelago is Sleepy Town. Full of nice, just uh, hot water beds. Ooh, sounds wonderful. Know. No, this is no. There is no sleepy town. But if you want to go back uh, to uh, Stella Kuna and stay at the Deep Cultures Institute, uh, that's a possibility. If you would like to find some sort of lodging within the Bubble City of Corona, that also is a possibility. Um, as lovely as lodging sounds, it seems like these solo flares can hit at any time. This building just got decimated. I don't know if I will sleep as soundly as I would as in a safer th place. I yes. agree. Perhaps we go back to the Deep Cultures Institute. That's a good idea. Do we have to walk through, like, maybe any kind of shop situation on the way back? Well, we just like a passing. Because we do have these amazing mo motor bike things. Intercycles. I forgot. Intercycles. Oh, we've been through so much together. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> uh, do you guys? Are you saying you'd like to to stop at at some store? I just need to make a pit stop. Trust me on this. <laughs> it will well, come in very useful. Okay. Okie dokie. Ben, is anything open right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you the the brass bazaar is still go wildly going. It's Word. getting later toward the evening, but uh, it it is open. Okay, I would like to uh, run and peer my head through all of the tents and doors uh, to find uh, the most nice grappler I can find. Sure, you uh, you find a place that says Urzrim's, uh, Urzrim's Armaments. Neat, okay. Um, Hello. You are, you are met by a very large uh, male Ifrit. It's not the first Ifrit uh, because Hank's, Hank's shop, uh, it, Hank's stuff uh, also had an Ifrit uh, vendor. But here's this guy, he's got big, huge horns, you know, dark, burning, kind of demonic uh, face. Hello! Yeah, how's it going? Good to see you. What do you What do you want? Ah, that was not a voice I expected to come out of uh, your face. Yeah, uh, well, uh, how's it going? Do you have any grapplers? <laughs> the, the 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 vest coming in here <laughs> and asking the guy in the three hundred dollar suit if he has a grappler. I mean, come on. Uh, and All right, he, let me try again. Give me your nicest grappler, dude. Oh, look at this! This vest coming in, trying to make a deeper voice. I mean, come on, come on. Uh, he's played by Will Arnett. Uh, and uh, he gets you a grappler. Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, of course, you know, I'm anything for the sale. I mean, come on. Uh, I throw down some 
<laughs> my cred stick real quick. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't seem to tell me how much it costs. Okay. Thanks, see you later. And I run uh, out. Uh, wait, uh, I mean, if you're interested, I could uh, tell you a little bit more about some of the things that I've got going on here. I mean. No, I'm busy. Gotta take a nap. It. Gotta take a nap. You don't have any use for a solar flare grenade? I mean, come on. Uh. Nope, gotta take a nap. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Come on. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Sorry about that. That was important. Okay, let's go. And then you, and then you leave. Yeah. Silence uh, lingered. Like <laughs> well, part of my silence is whenever uh, Abedzagak runs into the shop, Nono has scooched herself from the sidecar onto the actual driver's seat of the tandem duo cycle. <laughs> and she just looks and smiles and nods. And is like, yo, let's go. Get on in. I uh, use my Android implants to take like a picture for you <laughs> to print out later so, of you on the motor, like a child on a motorcycle, like, like a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> Here for you it. You can print this later. <laughs> we can go. Let's go. All right. So you hop back into the line crawler, taking you from Corona it back into Stella Kuna. As soon as you get to Stella Kuna, it's instantly way less hot. The colors match more of uh, a natural surrounding. You feel much more at home. Even though the sun is, even though Matteris is still out and around about you, this feels much more like a safe environment. Solar plumes aren't going to break through the uh, bubble's exterior. Feel better. Make your way to the Deep Cultures Institute and you go back to your dorm rooms. Nib's kind of fallen asleep uh, waiting for you. She's in the uh, she's in the waiting room area where you have the combined kitchen and seating for breakfast tables. She's asleep out there. I can't wait for breakfast tomorrow. What another event it will be. <laughs> Perhaps we'll have many more secret conversations one on one. And then I go to sleep. <laughs> Mog goes to sleep. We all pass out, uh, right? We're all pretty. It's been a long day. Y'all yeah. went to Corona. You. During this day, you all went to Corona after waking up in the middle of the night and fending off a museum break-in. You went, you got some food at, uh, at the Grandmaster's Kitchen. Uh, some of you went to a store, then to a pilot's club. Others of you got attacked by a band of gang members. You all went back to the Grandmaster's Kitchen. Then you went to Cryogenics, where all of a sudden Model 392 was bloody Amy. Everything went all to haywire. Things blew up. You met Coach and Hackhands, who was the greatest character in the history of the world. And... <laughs> You uh, you got model. You did brain surgery on model three nine two. Brought them back. Bottom moon flower got hit by solar plumes. I think you're. I think you're in for a good night of rest. And it's only seven thirty p.m. <laughs> we still the have time, time is, to watch our favorite uh, show. The time is eight oh four p.m. <laughs> Before we go to sleep, I would love to check in on everyone to make sure they're healthy and provide some medical care to anyone who needs it. 
Does anyone, anyone need, need some medical, medical care? care? I think I'm fine. Uh, once no, I a, once a, I sleep, I'll be fine. <laughs> all right, all right. right. Betzigak does need medical care. Oh, I need medical care. Yeah. <laughs> How many medical cares, Ben? <laughs> uh, 14 medical cares. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. I would like medical care. Okay, I don't ben. feel good. <laughs> you trying to provide long-term care with your medical uh, kit or you are know, you trying to do your healing hands? Uh, I feel like I used healing hands earlier. I can't remember, but let's say I did. I actually have two first level spells left, so I'm gonna use Mystic Cure. Hey. I'm gonna heal her twice the traditional way. Yoy. Nice. That's a Yoice is a mixture of yes and noise. Yoice. So that's what I just said. Yoice. Uh, the first one, I heal you for 10. Ooh, okay. And the second one, for six. Wow, that's more than 14. Perfect. I feel great, Mog. You're a real pal. Ah. Couldn't be a real pal if you weren't a pal to me. I like the way you think, bud. <laughs> no, no. Thank you what for you the opportunity to love you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Go for it, Jamie. Does Nono and do Nono and Scriff feel okay with the question I asked you earlier? Uh, the question you asked me earlier. Probably might might have to wait until tomorrow morning. Uh, I feel great. Captain Phoenix, how are you feeling? I know, like, if it must have felt very strange to. I don't know if this is the first time like you've run out of magic. No, I've I've been in that position a lot throughout <laughs> this campaign. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you've hit it very well. Yeah, anytime you see Captain Phoenix pull out that tactical needler pistol, <laughs> uh, you know, um, she's fine. She's fine. She wants to sleep because that coffee was real good last time they were here. So. There you go. Yes, I also enjoyed this coffee. So you all rest up in the middle of the night. Nothing. I'll wake up the next morning. Thank you. I know. <laughs> Jamie's face. Sometimes I watch Jamie's face just to like see if I can get her to react. You're the worst. You're the worst. You know who's not the worst? Sarah BC1 gave a bit boss extra action to a bedzgak. Hey. And real POTUS gifted Jessica uh, a sub. Hey. <laughs> I like that transition, Jamie. It's good. It's not as smooth as your segue was earlier, but you know. I say we just I'm no go colonel. With... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we are in the next day, um, man, Nono and Scriff, you both just feel very, very bad. Actually, it's just Nono because I'm pretty sure Scriff cannot be, uh, Scriff cannot be, you know, get radiation sickness um, and cannot, you know, Go further and further down that constitution poison track. Oh no, yeah, he's fine. So I need a saving throw. Fortitude, please. That sounds like fun. Just to just to reiterate what you just said, I can't help this at all, right? 
No, not right yeah. now. You could, uh, in terms of giving her bed rest or assisting tomorrow, now that you are aware that this is happening, but since okay. this is the first time, what is that? It's a six on the die. A six on the die. So that's a total of 10. A total of 10. You don't feel very well. You go, mm-hmm. you go from healthy to weakened a little bit just feel a little weaker today and you take a minus two penalty to fortitude saves constitution checks and constitution based dcs cool it's not like uh you know i'm gonna need those things i could probably be okay today yeah not bad right no not bad all right, so you feel a little bit off, but not horrible, not yet. Where do you go? What do you do? You you smell in the morning just this elaborate breakfast. Uh, it, it smells so good. Coffee. Coffee. You stand up, you walk out your doors, get to the communal area, and of course there is Nib. Nib. Oh, I'm so I'm so very happy you're here. I, I've just been working all night long. You have no idea. I, I put in a little bit of overtime for this because I'm very, very excited. Now, did you find the information that we lost? It's crucial. Yes, we did. Um, and you know who can fill you in on all of that? No, no. Um, just, just talk to no, no. Um, she knows everything and can fill you in. And um, is that cup of coffee right there for me? Oh, uh, you know, it was for me. I just poured it myself, but that's all right. You can have it. I mean, oh, absolutely. Here you, you go. You are too kind. Thank you. She kind of like cheers. Yeah, pour myself another cup of joe here. Yeah, of course. I'd like to immediately walk up to Nib and uh, say, can, are you pouring us cups of coffee? <laughs> I mean, I was just, uh, you know, I, w- I was... Um, the thing was, is I just made the coffee. I figured everybody could. Pour oh, that's it so nice you know, of you! I'll, I would I'll... like to grab it and give it to Model Three Nine Two and say, Thank "You had you. a rough day yesterday. Here you go." That's um. Yeah, you know what? I'll just pour myself a cup of coffee, and then we can all cheers. Oh, that's a gag. Did you want a cup of coffee as well? Oh uh, yes, please. But make sure that I also have a glass of water because it's very important to hydrate first thing in the morning. Indeed. Uh, you need. Do you want me to get you a water too? Because it's right over there. I oh, could, would uh, you? <laughs> That's very I'm kind of you, Nib. Thank yeah. you. And I'll grab the cup of coffee that Nib just poured as well what? for themselves and take it to No No. How's this? <laughs> um, while you're getting the water, can you just put some on to boil? Because I know Mog likes his tea in the morning. Yeah, you want a pot, a pot of water? Do you want the. Oh, the yes, and a bed never got their coffee. Um, oh, waiting on a bedzigex. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should be writing this all down. Every every good waiter and waitress, every good server, they always write it down. So, uh, do you have do, any pastries? I, I what? I don't. No pastries. <laughs> I just assumed it was like a continental breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a. Oh, give me a nib. Just just to what? refresh. That would be one water and a coffee what? still for a bedzigex. Um, yeah. and that would be a a boiling pot of a water pot of for Mog's tea. Um, and then any sort of pastries you might have for model 392 and actually I'm sure the entire crew would enjoy in some 
morning pastry. Yeah, and if All you right, have right, yeah, if you, you have it. anything like a pie, but if you have whipped cream, I don't want the whipped cream. I would rather have <laughs> ice cream, but I don't want the pie heated if you have ice cream with it. Is that, is and that you should clear? Probably, probably put the ice cream on the side just to be safe. That will run together. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll have what, plates. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm a highly acclaimed scientist of the sun. Yes, I will make sure all of this happens. And Nib just like dives down underneath the countertop, and all of a sudden you see pots and pans flying everywhere. We and can it's make just this thing go until nine o'clock. <laughs> it's flying everywhere. All of a sudden you see that Nib like disappears. <laughs> like Nib is, there's no more pots and pans flying, and then all of a sudden you hear like a and there a trap door opens in the hallway, and you just hear the scurrying of little four feet just going down the hallway. And about five minutes later, there's another she pops back up with the uh, with the pastries. Oh, crap! I forgot the water. <laughs> Nib, um, do you actually um? You know, we were we were talking about this. Um, perhaps you could uh, run over to the restaurant and, and ask Luthix to prepare our our breakfast. Um, at least one for me, because um, that was the most delicious meal I've ever had. Have you have you guys oh. ever had a better meal in your life? Want me to go on the line crawler all the way over to a different bubble city to a different cook? No, so no, I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not. No, Nib, Nib, okay. of course not. Um, only, we, we only just need that water, the coffee, and the hot water for the tea for Morg, as well as any But I assume you have an assistant that could do that sort of travel for a proper meal. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yes, I mean, someone with your, you know, that, status. Right, 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 right. She, she is like, yeah, yeah, I definitely have the pull to do all of that. And she pulls out her personal comm unit and pulls up the uh, the grub hub of, uh, <laughs> of, of Corona and just starts putting it. Okay, uh, I, I told Luthix that you uh, put him for five, five orders. Wow, for they do grub hub so. at the fancy restaurants. Yeah, of course, you know, everybody does grub hub. Corona. <laughs> yes, Nib, thank you. From Corona um, to Stella Cuda. <laughs> oh no. Oh, 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 are you still waiting on that tea? <laughs> Sorry, I was imagining uh, a bunch of people asking a lot of favors. What did I miss? Oh my goodness. Nothing at all. Eventually, eventually, <laughs> Nib gets all of your beverage orders and pastries and orders into Luthix. Um, and it's just like sweating there, like just profusely just panting and then all of a sudden just reaches over for her cup of coffee. She's like, oh, thank you, a second cup. I would love one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nib, um, I've been meaning to talk with you about those credits. Um, thirty-five hundred, uh, as we promised, uh, as was promised. Uh, Can we say that again? Say as how much? The, oh, fifteen thousand. Yeah. <laughs> 
Get out of here. But I, I have to say, for all of your hospitality, perhaps um, we could settle with just 3,000 credits. Right. Um, I believe I offered 2,000, and then you maybe give you, like, a, take out a second mortgage on my home. Yes. Uh, so, right. yeah, 3,000. 3,000 um, 3, credits. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I just hold out my credit stick. I mean, do you have... I kind of need to know that you actually have the information and you... Oh, yes. No, no. Oh, of course. Uh, I think we were just waiting on the tea, um, but it came. Yes. Okay. Um, and the water and yeah, the uh, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I just need the the information that was stolen from the Museum of yes. Endo-Solar Sciences. Yes. No, no. That's me. Uh, is you have it? Um, you know, there's a funny thing that happened yesterday, and, um, so, uh, you know, our lovely Model 392, and, yeah. and, and then, you know, um, uh, uh, Mog was almost dead, and, but Scriff learned how to talk, and, um, yesterday was kind of busy, and, um, we don't have the information. Don't have the no, Captain, we don't, we don't have information. Oh, Nib, my apologies. Uh, I must have confused the information we did receive yesterday with the information you seek, but I will say that we are on to something. We spoke with many people on Corona and have gathered very valuable information and including uh, the involvement of the Sirocco gang. Um, very, very harsh, but beautiful people. Um, okay. From what I remember, we know that the bloodshot thugs broke in to the uh, Deeper Cultures Institute. Museum Sorry. Endo. Yes. <clears throat> um, and they put in a jammer and stole some information. And uh, Bloody Amy was a part of that, but then was like, Ah, attacked by a I robot. was hit too hard in the noggin. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know what they took. They're set up in cryogenics, but they are also in the meltdowns in Corona. Yes. The Sirocco gang also showed up after the fact to take over cryogenics, steal information. We don't really know. <clears throat> um... Is that everything? Yeah, I think that might be what you know. Uh, there was mention of something else. Uh, you did you did hear a name of you know you, there was a list of the gangs that were uh, that Flash told you, uh, and there was one gang in particular that you and Abedzgak both uh, kind of got a little bit of a peaked interest in, but only oh, the ever brass so slightly. Dragons. Brass dragons. So, um, you also know that the the information was sent to Cryogenics. Um, that's the only other piece of information that you're not uh, not remembering quite well. Um, okay. And when you got there, you know, Nono was taken. All of that happened. There's still maybe maybe room to like learn a few things in Cryogenics, but you don't know what you'll find. When you get there. 
Well, the good news is, is that we know which gang stole the information, and we know that I will have a way to infiltrate. Quite true. <clears throat> we don't technically, I think, know why they want to get information on the deeper parts of the sun, but it does seem like that's what they're after. I should um, know that. Shouldn't I? Good. I should know why they want the information, since I was one of the people who got it and was... Yeah, well, yeah, Ben. I will tell you that you are unsure as to the exact reasoning why, but you also know that your gang was not really working as independents. You were hired by someone. Ah. Although Mama Thrush would not tell you who you were hired That's because it was Luthix. Yes! It was Luthix! Mm, Nothing happens be. here without her knowledge. Like, everything happens independently, but she's in charge of all of it, and she brings down the hammer, right? That's kind of the feeling we got? Oh, yeah. Well, was that Ben just trying to make us feel that but way? But we also, no, we also knew that she was involved with the Brass Dragons, right? But she fed us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean. Did she say specifically, like, that I work with the Brass Dragons or just that she's, like, aware of everything and no, that her job is to, like, keep the, it was, the place safe? It was something, there was, like, an emblem of a Brass Dragon in her restaurant, right? I mean, she is a dragon. Also, yeah. That. Uh, I think her place brass? is kind of like Switzerland, <laughs> where it, kinda, <laughs> like, it stays neutral and like, people can go there. Speaking of, at that moment, our Grubhub delivery arrives. <laughs> She's poisoned <laughs> us all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. We we tried to make like good uh, good conversation with her. We tried to let her know that we're you know there to help. So, but if sorry, this is Jamie leaning into the like theories maybe mm -hmm, i'll get a pointer mm -hmm. of inspiration in the future but if she knows we're there to like fix things or help some people don't want that kind of help in their little societies you know what i mean they're like yeah. i'm gonna deal with it myself get out of here um so i think jamie thinks luthix knows about it uh at the very least further than that i think that she wants the information about like the deeper holes into the sun um you know what what am i what i'm talking about yes the, there are there are definitely pockets that are people are trying to get further in right there are cultures within the sun that people know exist the ifrits the uh the ones like uh ezram um they they have a whole culture that they know exists from somewhere within the sun. They have emissaries, they have uh, politicians that come out and they come to the burning archipelago, but they don't ever talk about where they came from. They don't, none of this information really gets out. Um, they just know that they're from there. It's very highly classified secretive information they do there not could be like with. a god down there, like Saren Ray, mm. or something. It could be that, or I'd, or I'm changing my thought completely. Luthix is anti-conservation and wants to hunt all of the space whales. Mm. <laughs> that's space you know what? That's, we that's got it. We figured and it out we, right here. This is the whole plot line. And we have to go back into the 80s and find a whale <laughs> and well, wrong sci-fi show. Yeah. I'm, I mean... Doc Brown will help. 
Oh, oh man, that was a great. I love the Star Trek movie. Um, anyway, uh, I I agree with Jamie. Like, but she could also not be that far off because I would buy that Luthix needs to make cuisine for every single creature race out there, and perhaps there's one that likes space whale, and maybe mm, it'd be a lot a, f- a pond to poach them. Mm. So some illegal stuff has to happen. I mean, I would, I, if I were debating that cause, I could believe it. <laughs> like, like, um, what's that stuff? The duck liver stuff. You know, it's like a delicacy and it's kind of illegal. Well, it's like how pate? people in Japanese. Yeah. Is duck pate illegal? Oh, the duck Not liver illegal. one. The, the one where they make the, the fatty liver of the duck. What's that called? Um. You're talking about no. veal? That's baby cow. But Um, but in Japan, they kill dolphins, and that's very much illegal. Right. And they sell sell it. Foie gras. Thank you, drink lots. Foie gras. Foie gras is illegal? Mm Mm-hmm. In America or everywhere? A lot of places? (laughs) I don't know exactly where. Anyway, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Sorry, that was a... There's something that you learn every single day. Wow. Like, Like maybe whale space whale is like foie gras like it's one of those things like oh we got space whale all right so we're know. anywhere from god being in the sun uh to a dragon is poaching space whales on the surface and doesn't <laughs> want anyone getting i like involved. that one just to say i don't think luthix is evil i think no, luthix has her own agenda of how mm. to take care of the city probably is a little more rigid than we are and that perhaps obviously she knows what's going on but i think maybe it's hired someone else or is behind the scenes and okay with this and at some point will be wrapped up in all of this but i don't think she's evil maybe okay. she's maybe she's neutral you or didn't think i was neutral. evil either Does you might not have the best <laughs> first impressions of people mog ah, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so you go where? What do you do? We should come up with a plan over coffee. Mm. I yes. feel like our I Nib, feel like Nib our best more coffee to everyone. Oh, a strategy meeting, wonderful. I feel yes. like our best bet to return with returning to Corona is to infiltrate the Bloodshot Thugs. That's what they were called. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does they anyone, were my gang, I should know. Does anyone have a knife that I could stab into a map? <gasps> I hand him my my knife, and it's still bloody from the moonflower. And <laughs> I, add, I, I literally, when uh, Model 392 says the words like, we should all have a round table and talk about this, that's when Phoenix pulls out her whiskey and starts adding it to her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Mog. if we're gonna find more stuff out from the bloodshot bugs, uh, we gotta go back to where we were, right? Yes, and as far as they know, I am still myself. I will have to change my voice and infiltrate and try to make it believable, but I believe I can do that thanks to your rewiring and me having to conserve my memories. Do you want to practice? Not really, but okay. I should. <laughs> How did you walk out with no-no? Is your cover not blown? I am the heir to the Bloodshot Gang. They would never shoot upon me. I can go in and out as I please. 
they won't be suspicious that you just walked away? No. I was taking No-No hostage. I could have been going to my, I don't know, my cool treehouse. <laughs> what do I have, Ben? Do I have a thing off-site? Uh, yes, a it lab? is a treehouse. Maybe <laughs> my lab? Off-site, uh, I do feel like maybe you do have a treehouse somewhere, though. <laughs> Probably. Uh, or... But your, most of your stuff would have happened at the meltdown. Um, so it is strange that you have left. I but can come when up. You did leave. Yeah. No one was there. I can come up with an excuse if they do figure out that we have left the premises, or we can sneak back in through the back, and I can take No No to my personal lab. No one really goes in there. It frightens them. And if anybody questions you, you just say you had to take the pets out to go potty. Yes, they believe No No <laughs> is simple. Yeah, those idiots. <laughs> if I can get uh -huh. No No to some kind of computer base, I'm sure No No could find the information that we are needing. Mm. If it's there. I like that. No No is very capable. So silly of them to underestimate her. They did it because I told them so. Mm. That is why it is a good idea. They completely trust me. How will you okay. explain the rest of us? They don't know that I am what I am now. They don't know that you know. Do they are know? we? No. No, I mean, are you able to convince them of four extra people? Are we all your prisoners? I don't know if I can get all four of you in. Inconspicuously. <laughs> that was a word. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, sorry, malfunction. Some of the wires were a little wobbly. No, no, fix my grammar, please. I'll take a look at it later, don't worry. Okay, thank you. Wait, I, don't... I could, how about if I created diversion? Do you think they would want to be on a television show? I do not know. Our gang takes pride in their privacy. We are oh. a gang. Hmm. <laughs> if we put... If we put all of our illegal activity on a television show, it might be redundant. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep thinking. They also believe that I am dead. That is also true. Mog cannot reveal his face to them. We would have to disguise Mog. Unless we turn him into a ghost. And well, then Mog they're Mog terrified. Does have this new colonel outfit. He looks like a colonel. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, true. your new threads, Mog, is very intimidating. Captain, what do you think? What? Not about Mog's outfit. What do you think? What do you I think? Mean, really like it. Captain is Colonel or Captain a higher rank in space? <laughs> do you know how to run a ship as Colonel? Hmm. <laughs> I'll think about it. No offense, Captain, but in order to run a ship, you first need a ship, and your ship is missing. <gasps> oh. oh! Burn one point for model protection. Keep it live. Oh. Keep it live. I will never be a part of this Keep crew. It. Keep it live. I walk up to model three two nine and cast a jolting surge. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Oh no! <laughs> My memory is wiped. I am born anew <laughs> again. <laughs> so are you are you going I'm... to the meltdown or are you going to cryogenics? Oh, I guess chronogenic. Mm. Mm. Currently, I'm Wait, going to beat him up. Town. Information was sent to cryogenics, right? Yes. But we didn't go we... in that room like at all. We, we just followed in... Scrift. I went in once. Mm. And I tried to hack the computer, but I got nothing out of it. But that was mid-combat. Yeah. Would have taken way longer than any anything. So we could go there first if we think we can get information from that computer. Seems like a safer first option. Yeah, because it was so safe last time. <laughs> <laughs> now we know not to swipe all the other cards. Hmm. Look, they were not labeled properly. I didn't know they weren't cryogenics cards. Yeah. Everybody get off my back. It was no. a very conf... Sorry, go ahead. Now that Nono has had the cards for um, an extended period of time, I'm sure that they are now properly labeled, and we will each receive one, and we'll know exactly which door we're able to open. Isn't that we right? We only have one card that works. Yes. Please do not please do not hand out cards to all of us cuz that will set off the alarms. I recall this from my memory that no no has saved. Indeed, and that was a test you have passed. Does, does anyone uh, does anyone else remember that there's a huge gaping hole in the side of cryogenics where it exploded open now and my, you might not Oh yes. Key cards? We still want to use the door, Ben. We're not <laughs> savages. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if the secretary's there and, like, at the post at that front desk, I think we do need to, like, sign in, you sure. know, sign waivers for going into the refrigerated. Like, we want to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. it, um, come on. So you, uh, you get back on the line. Corner. I have a question about that. Does the yes. blood gang shot, oh my gosh, the the shotgun thugs. Bloodshot thugs, yes. yeah. Yeah. Do they have, uh, is cryogenics their place? Do yeah, they have access to that? Cryogenics is a, is a bloodshot thug. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah. yeah, we can go there. Yeah. Okay, I was um, just making sure we weren't just like going in and being like, hi, we're a gang. Yeah. Okay. So you get on the line crawler, go from Stellacuna to Corona. As soon as you step in, that oppressive heat washes over you. I mean, it's almost like you can't do anything, but this time you have been smarter. You put batteries inside of your armor and you feel much more qualified to, uh, to walk around in this, at least for a little while uh, to this heat. Um, so you make your way to cryogenics on your inner cycles, which I'm assuming you stored in a very safe place uh, in Corona as you go. Bike rack. Yeah, like a nice bike rack. Um, <laughs> and, you know, locks somewhere and lock them up. And you take them over to a place where you've already been, cryogenics. As soon as you arrive, you notice that there is that just gaping hole in the side of an explosion and there is there are security there there's a whole security team of um of you would say like 
police their you know a whole security team of of corona that is inspecting on this it doesn't look like the business is open in any way shape or form can you hear my whining dog in the background i can't a little she bit so loud come over here uh okay personally i think we send mog up to the security and he tells them to get out of the way that we are supposed to be here and we need to have access to everything they have and uh, see if we can get in. Bold. Sidebar, Sam, what's your uh, uh, intimidate bonus? <laughs> Definitely oh, lower. Yeah. Definitely lower than yours. So, yeah. so what if to say? <laughs> so what if? No, I agree. That's walking. a wonderful plan. Go for it, Mark. <laughs> well, I mean, Phoenix, a captain and a colonel who can say no to that. So you go up, you do the talking. Oh no, no. Threads, and then he can he can look cool. No, no. Uh, I, uh Mog Mog definitely has this one. Wait, can I maybe stand behind him with my arms crossed and look scary? Yes. Oh, what a brilliant idea. Okay, great. Captain's orders. We have to follow <laughs> and listen to rank. <laughs> like to march behind you. <laughs> I'm very confused. So wait, we're going ten in. huts. <laughs> what? Ten huts? <laughs> <laughs> like football? <laughs> A ten huts. You sound like the GPS system in my car. <laughs> <laughs> we march inside. You walk up and you're immediately we stopped. March by, up. You, you <laughs> march up, and you are stopped by this uh, this human. It's a human, uh, and he's he's kind of a bigger guy, and he's got a he's got a nice mustache and uh, and short blonde hair, and he says, "Oh, hey there. Um, listen, I can't allow you to go forward into this place." Um, he's played by Kevin James. The name is Sergeant Stimpleton, and um, I can't allow you to go into. No unauthorized members can get into here, so don't you know? Um, ask if they know Nim. 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 Mims. Officer. Oh, Mims. Officer Mims. Gotcha. How dare you speak to me? You are a sergeant. I am a yeah. colonel. He's a colonel. <laughs> Let me well, pass. Let him. Pass. <laughs> Intimidate. I do have to inform you that, uh, don't you know that I would say no to that, but you do are dressed in a nice regalia right there. Um, so, um, why don't you roll an intimidate check, don't you know? Sounding more yes. and more like Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Uh, 13. 13, yeah, I'm very sorry there, uh, sorry, uh, you're a colonel. But this sergeant is gonna have to say to that that colonel that it's a no go unless unless uh you know uh, you wanna you know, get in there you then uh, your commanding officer will hear about this. Well, don't I am the commanding officer. The commander of you, captain, is the highest rank in my mind. Oh, well, uh, then you can consider me the Sergeant Captain Stimpleton. Oh. 
Captain Sergeant, but if you want to, you know, I... get in there, then uh, don't you know you could get in there. If you are looking for a bribe, perhaps my captain would be better to handle this interaction. Stay oh. right here, will you? I'm very sorry. I thought you were the one in uh, charge there. So, yeah, I'll wait for the, the one in charge. And, sure. and that is an order, maggot. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, hey. Hey, everybody, guess what? We're about to get a payday. I'm going to talk to the person in charge here. I would like to go get Captain Phoenix. <laughs> I would like to stay and just keep staring at you. What's your right. name? Are you a, are you a Vesk, you know? Did anybody ever tell you that? He! You're that Vesk! Sure am! You're a Betsagak! Hey. Sure am! Now not another word out of you! Whoa, You're gonna be hey. hearing it from the Colonel and the Captain! Wait a second, <laughs> am I on am I on the show right now? Don't you don't you know? I move the camera to the side. Oh, how, how dare you do that? That's not very cool, you know. Listen, we're here on business. I'm here on business too, you know. <sighs> the whole time I'm just gonna watch this and in the back just go, processing. And then <laughs> switch my voice and go, excuse me, oh. I'm with the Bloodshot Gang and we need to get through here. Yeah, well, uh, I gotta tell you that uh, the Bloodshots, they have this place. Uh, we're pretty aware of it now and it's not gonna go well, you know. Oh, right. Oh, this is not... Oh, my bad. I thought you said authorized personnel. I figured that that was me. Um, yeah, well, I... We'll wait for the you. captain. All right, okay. I'm gonna walk in and just be like, <laughs> what is going on? Your your colonel over there said you were about to pay us a lot of money so that oh. you could get in here. Oh, did he? Um. Yes, he did. Hey, remember when you all made it really hard for me to just make you coffee? Hey, so how does it feel to pay me a bunch of money so that you can get into here? Oh, um, and what are you looking for? What do you want? Oh, I think maybe 500 credits would do us all. Hey, boys, you want 500 credits? Yeah, that seems you know, fair. Well, uh, I've got this, everyone. Um, I'm gonna motion for everyone to leave except for a Benzagak. Okay. Single file, everyone. Let's go. Hut, two, three, four. Hut. Let me make something very clear. Um, yeah. perhaps were you just on an episode of Vesks in Space? I turned the camera back. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I do feel like I'm currently on an episode of Vesks in Space. Oh, and, oh, you do, do you not want that to continue? Because I do have to say that most people who are featured on Vesks in Space um, usually have to pay upward to 10,000 credits per episode. So, to be honest, you're getting a very fair deal right now. Um, and Abedzegek just wants to go into the facility and show it to the people of the galaxy. Yeah. Motive. Roll a bluff check. Am I bluffing? Can, can I, I help? When you were saying that how how much they paid to be on the show, That's true. I would I bullshitted say... that. I didn't know. <laughs> can I assist on this? <laughs> Sorry. 21. Hey, never mind. <laughs> I'll take a plus two. Well, I gotta tell you that uh, Sergeant Stimpleton has got a seven to his uh, to his sense motive, which puts me at a twenty-two there. 
can't but, be but Jessica wanted to assist. Can I assist? But she, said, she said, I don't care anymore. Oh my Can God. I? Now, hey, I think you're telling me a little fib there. No, I she isn't. I, I have a stim pack, so uh, 23. Do you have two stim packs? Because that would be what it requires. <sighs> Use a dart. Use a dart. I, I know. Aesthetic dart you. Oh, ugh, he gets hit with a dart. It's like, <laughs> ow. Hey, I've seen that on the show. You must be telling the truth now. Way to go there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. You can look around, and I'm sure that my exposure will just get paid for itself, you know. Oh, after that's going that's through... And for your kindness and understanding, um, yep. Abedzegek, why don't you pose with this nice... Um, sorry, I never got your name. Yeah, well, the name's Star Sergeant Stimpleton. Uh, so, hey, Stimpleton. everyone, come on over here. Whoa. We're going to get our yes. picture taken with Abedzegek from Abedzegek. Best in Space. Very famous, don't you know? Oh, yes, Abedzegek. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think they, all these fine, fine uh, people here deserve... A, how about an interview for the Everybody show? Everybody get your <gasps> selfie sticks. Come on, get on over here. Uh, and then I'm going to motion toward the other three, which I'm hoping are, like, within, like, viewing distance, but I'm kind of, like, giving them the, like... Let's go, and I'd like to take them and sneak past everyone, and kind of leave a bedzagek to like pull down the fort. I, yep, you got it. I would like to whisper to the captain. Why do all these guys smell like maple syrup? <laughs> they do all smell one hundred percent like. So I'm pretty Sorry. sure one is just an alien that is pure maple syrup. Um, so I relate. <laughs> Oh, you want to know about vests in space? Let's have a chat, gentlemen. Go, go, go. We go. You go inside cryogenics. You <laughs> see that there is um, a, a, you know, you saw that the bodies haven't been moved. Um, everything is still the same. You could, if you want to take things from them, although that will take time. There was that office in the back and a couple of rooms that you had not explored uh, in the back of the building. Um, but Model 392, you know that in the past you used that back building. You, you and, and Maggie would, bl Bloody Amy and Maggie would go sit back there and drink beers and enjoy your time together. Jamie and Sam just looked almost like they were looking at each other at the exact same time and it mm -hmm. freaked me out. Um, uh, <laughs> so you know that back office is Big Tola's office, is Maggie's office at Cryogenics. So that might be the place to go to. Excellent. Um, I will relay that to my team and be like, I apologize. Oh, stop. <laughs> I have no one to hit. <laughs> no. Oh, thanks, Captain. Oh, no, it's the other way. Oh, no. When our powers combined... Nothing happens. <laughs> as long as I can be wind. <laughs> there we go. Um, right. I'll be like, I apologize, Captain. I thought my authority as the future heir of the gang would have gotten us through, but apparently I was not aware of the current situation. No matter. Uh, take Mog and No-No and find the information. I'm going to stand here because uh, I would like to be able to kind of watch the three of them go find the information, but also I'm going to keep an eye on a Bedzagak just to make sure... They don't get too overwhelmed by by the crew, and also I want to make sure that the guys here uh, are are remaining interested in what a bedsack's bringing. 
Absolutely. Uh, you see that they start pulling out selfie sticks. They all have posters of Abedzagak, and uh, so they, you know, people carry posters of Abedzagak on their person at all times. Start opening them up, signing them. It's a big ordeal now, and people from the street are now like, Oh, that's a Abedzagak! Let's go! Hang out with Abedzagak! And it's just creating this mob of people. It's, it's out of this world. In fact, it's on the sun. <laughs> and... You, uh, the three of you make your way, thank you, the three of you make your way to that I'm so office. glad we're not drawing attention uh, to ourselves. <laughs> that, was, that was sarcasm. I believe No-No fixed my sarcasm chip. I have been pulling out the burns. Uh, I will tell you that this back office, let me read it for you, uh, balmy in comparison to the warehouse, but the warehouse now was no longer cold. Uh, the door being open has kind of just ruined the nature of that. Um, so, uh, the office has a long desk with a computer terminal and an oversized but aging executive chair. Behind the desk is a view screen playing a trivia of cryogenic services in a silent loop. To the east is a kitchenette, and to the west is an area with a couch and low table. The clear-doored refrigerator nearby holds a multitude of beverages. Doors stand to the east and west. What would you like to do? That computer. Yeah. First and foremost, uh, I think Nono goes for that. Uh, hoping that there's something there to point them in the right direction at the very least. Sure, sure. Roll a computer. I would like to check out what drinks they have. <laughs> yeah, there's a Fresca. whole bunch of beverages that... Fresca. That, uh... <laughs> Uh, no, there's a whole bunch of, uh, beverages, there's beer, there's alcoholic beverages that are filling that. I'm good. I'm gonna just <laughs> hold one. Any whiskey? There is whiskey. Alright, I'll take the whiskey. Okay. I'm just gonna hold a beer and just kinda, not drink it or anything, but just kinda reminisce, because I do have the memories. Uh, and those right. were probably the only good memories Bloody Amy has, is that familiarity. So I'm just gonna sit there and kind of collect my thoughts. Love it. 27 right, on no, that. No, no, what was that computer's check? 27. Okay. Um, so you are, are hacking in and it seems, it seems really, really easy. Um, yeah, but all that you find is just this normal information about cryogenics. You're, you don't really find anything Unique or different. In fact, if you were to see this and to know this, you would think 100% that this was a normal business computer. Do I know anything that could help? Sure. Model 392, you're accessing your memory banks. Your purple hair starts uh, flashing as your circuitry uh, takes, takes effect. And you know that earlier this year, even, a convincing shell uh, was placed over the computer so that uh, anyone who's trying to hack into it would have a very difficult time seeing past the shell of, uh, of what was on there into the deeper information. No, no, I believe the information is still there. I believe what you are seeing is a cover of what is truly inside, kind of like me. Mm. Oh, um, okay, I could try again. 
Yeah, I mean, is all it, you're seeing it, right now, currently all you're seeing right now is, uh, is a legitimate business, like, manifest of, of, like, an actual business log. It seems all up to code. Uh, the last activity on the terminal occurred yesterday, uh, two days ago. A brief log of payments the company received and then transferred to the bank. Can I assist in any way? Like, do I know, yeah. like... If you want to roll a computer's check as well, you can help out. Anything with yeah. uh, 10 or above will give no, no, a plus two. Okay. I would and like to assist also. Perfect. Instead, can I use my culture check? No, this one, um. this one in particular needs to be a... Uh, Okay. Ah, uh, no, no. <gasps> Allow 19. me to assist you with this shell so we can reach the turtle inside. I, I also made it above Perfect. 10. <laughs> so model 392 assists you by telling you uh, there is a shell. So these are the things that you need to be aware of where Mog like places a goopy finger down on one of the keys and is like, don't press that right there. No, no. Uh, Look in the recycle bin. <laughs> Go ahead uh, and make another computer's check. 32. 32. This time, you see past it. You see that there is there is something behind there that now you are able to, to access. It's a whole different world. In it uh, is the real data structure. The company contains, uh, the computer contains thorough records of cryogenics business dealing including smuggling ledgers and gang-related security procedures, such as when to send non-gang employees home for the day. A large data transfer was logged at the time of the DCI heist, uh, but it is not on this computer. Does it say what computer it's on? Uh, it, no, it, it seems like this was a bypassing computer. Uh, so somebody collected it here and then took it someplace else. Although, uh, if you would like to make another computer's check, there's a lot of computer's checks that go into these things. Okie dokie, computer's check. You can also help with this one. Don't touch that button. <laughs> Do I, I need to roll another, another? Yes. Okay. Not 20! Holy cow, this dice is getting love. Nice. Um, can I put this on a mantle? <laughs> um, yeah, I have no modifiers, so just 20. Perfect. <laughs> so you get a plus then, two to your, and then Mog, did you pass it as well? Mm-hmm. So okay. that is a 30 this time. 30. Yeah, with this one, you find that there was a, uh, there was a shipment, a payment for thermal regulator maintenance that had its date changed to match financial logs accessible in the fake shell. So you're combining the two together. That payment came from the EOS Athletics Club. EOS Athletics Club. Yes. Do they make really good lip balm too? They do. And in fact, now that you're searching around, you do find that there are some things within this warehouse that are quite useful. There are there are five thermal regulator armor upgrades, meaning you could walk around in all of this. If you were, if your armor has an upgrade slot, you could walk around in this uh, heat and not feel any of that pressure. Uh, you also find that there is a box that contains 10 doses of hyperleaf. Uh, the crate is labeled coffee beans. 
so uh, it is an illegal substance that they have. Um, and... Okay, I think our next stop needs to be EOS Athletics Club. Do you know anything about that, Model 392? Ben? Uh, you can check. Roll... A culture check? I'll allow you to do a culture check. Yeah. And it's down by five. So reduced by five. I'm actually not going to give you that five right now. Mm, 11. Can I 11. aid? Uh, or can I also? Not oh, wait. culture checks, no. I have a plus six modifier, so 17. <laughs> Woo. 17. Uh, you know that this was a place. The EOS Athletic Club was a place on the edge of Corona, but years ago it was hit by a solar plume and it exploded both that building and the surrounding mm. buildings. Um, and nobody really has- Why gone. do you say we need to go there? No, no. Uh, well, there's a large payment to the uh, EOS Athletics Club uh, for thermal regulator maintenances? That is very strange. I am accessing my memories. And it's as far as I can recall, that company got obliterated by a solo flare. Oh, that's not good. No, it is not. Mm. Do it. Boop, 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 boop. It could be some I'm, kind of cover. I am searching the interwebs. Sure, the infosphere. The infosphere. For the EOS Athletics Club, former owners, Absolutely. any information I can find on it. Okay. Uh, you make a, uh, make some, make some, you know, you can find the address of it, and you uh, you know that it is purchased from the. Uh, hang on one second, let me make sure I get this right. This is going to take me one second. So if you've got more things going on, I would say go for that. Silence lingered like an old onion. Uh, I'll like go ahead and onion. pass out okay, the thermal uh, regulators so you, to everybody. So everybody has sure. a thermal regulator. I'll give a Benzagax to them when I get next to them. You do need to have an upgrade slot in your armor to make that happen, but you can install that within your armor. You do know that this is a, uh, a building. It is in the Mercantile Consortium, uh, and it belongs to a Mercantile Consortium company called Malika Group. Somebody bought it up a couple, uh, a couple like a year ago, and uh, but has done nothing with it. Mm. It could be a cover. That's how our businesses usually run. Now that you're digging around on the infosphere, you see that there's not really a public face of the Malika Group on on Corona, and you do notice that they own some other buildings around the Burning Archipelago but they do not seem to have any official face. This seems fishy to me. Perhaps the officers outside would have information? Or maybe Luthix? Perhaps we should take this information to our captain. 
by the way, point that the this, outfit just kind of dissolves. This off of costume Mon. feels kind of scratchy on my skin. I'm just gonna leave it in this room here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you said there's another door in here. There is. There's another door leading further back into cryogenics. Uh, there's actually two doors. One of them, you open it up. It's a simple restroom. Um, you know, you know, if anybody needs to go. Um, Thank and then goodness the, that coffee was hitting me. <laughs> and then there's another one, which is a private lavatory. Uh, and inside there, there are some towels and toiletries, as well as a basic med kit and an even fire unit. Ooh. Uh, I follow No-No in there to take a look at stuff. And as I do, I acknowledge that we have two new follows. Ooh. One from Shanty11 and one from Skagero. Ooh, well, Thanks so thank much you. for the follows. Thank you for the follows. Make sure to take the toiletries. <laughs> <laughs> they are small and compact. <laughs> All right. But after that, you've kind of searched everywhere. Uh, I guess we asked the captain if she thinks we should go to this EOS Athletics Club. That would be the most appropriate action. She is the captain, and this whole thing could be a cover. Yes, the buildings were destroyed and burned down, but obviously something is... awry. A just word. Let us go and regroup with our team. Go regroup, pull a Bedzagak away from uh, from Sergeant Stimpleton. We I do not march. We do not march. Mm -mm. No oh, more marching. No more plan. Right now. <laughs> uh, and you eventually are able to work your way uh, uh, work your way away from the very small crowd that has formed for Vesks in space. Um, and Bye. Yeah, you are able to get to your inner cycles, and you can have a conversation if you like. Ah, that's the endorphin rush I needed. How'd it go in there? <laughs> no, no, found oh. some amazing information. Neat. What'd you find, buddy? Uh, there's, uh, well, so, the, uh, show company, uh, lots of payments, and something called EOS Athletics Club is owned by Malika Group that is a mercantile company consortium um so there's that but i can't find anything about them on the infosphere mm. we have a couple of options at this point that i want to bring up to you um the meltdown might have more information if you wish to go there you can always ask around for uh all types of information just to find out from or you could just go there. These are all options on the table, um, allowing you free reign to do with whatever you wish. I believe if we return to the meltdown, it would be safer for myself and Nono to be the only ones that enter. I don't know if I can come up with a reliable cover for the rest of you, especially since Mog should be dead. Hmm. 
Mama Thrash is a woman that when she finds information, keeps it close. She might have more information there. It's true. However, the actual okay. location would also be a place to go. I'm just spitballing here. Poo poo poo. <laughs> Glad to see those comedy wires are still firing right. I feel like I'm I'm learning so much. I've got jokes. Hey. Hey. I feel like Phoenix brought her cup of like her mug of coffee with her this whole way, and has just been like probably sipping it and and is like really interested because she usually is the one that has to like tell the group things. So she's kind of just kind of watching them and hanging back a little bit to see what sort of decision they make, but she would not make it apparent to them that that's exactly what she's doing. So where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? You did order all this food uh, that is sitting at the Grandmaster's kitchen, oh. ready to be picked up. They could no, not find. Not. Got a grudge it says, Let's go there. <laughs> they could not find somebody to deliver from the uh, from the line crawler to line crawler, but it is at sitting at the kitchen. So, it, the app like popped up later that was like, I can't, uh, I, I can't find anybody to take it to you. Sorry. We go there. Oh then, yeah, we, then. we go there. <laughs> we go follow your nose. <laughs> you you make your way to the Grandmaster's kitchen. Uh, Luthix is there. The meal this time, the first time is free, and then it becomes expensive. Uh, so this time it's going to cost you each thirty credits to get this meal. Uh, so just so you're aware. Uh. uh Phoenix will pay for the entire crew. Ooh. Classy move. Aw, thanks. Wow. Mom. Picking up the tab. Well, I, uh, I hope you all appreciated your meal so much. I don't think we've had one better. I've heard that you met uh, Sergeant Stimpleton over at... Biogenics. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful person. Mm -hmm. I'm so very interested and excited to meet Abedzegek. Abedzegek, have you met um, Luthix? Do you remember? Yeah, briefly. Mm -hmm. So, did you find what you were looking for? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was told that there was a diversion that was created and that many of you were gone for quite some time. Sergeant Stimpleton might be a man who, uh, well, he is very loyal. However, he isn't always on point with his decision-making. A real good guy, real good guy. Do you not believe us when we talked to you before that our interests are in protecting the city? It seems that you do not like our actions. Am I incorrect? No, I believe that 
At one point, your interests were in protecting this city. However, I reserve the right to change my mind on a moment's notice due to new information that might come up. So, when I ask you, did you find what you were looking for, and you lie to me and say no, it makes me... I said yes! Oh, I said no, and I wasn't trying to lie. We didn't quite find the information that we were looking for, but we did find breadcrumbs. Yes, yes. Not literal breadcrumbs. That would attract ants. I did not mean to lie at all. I don't like to lie. No, no. (laughs) No, no, like this. Uh, I want to make a sense motive check. I do not like this. Sure. Dragona. No more. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah, the food's real good. It's That food is delicious. (laughs) Luthix, if you think we don't have Corona's best interest at heart, I fear the information you've found is not correct. We have found some information that we seek. No, no, um, are you able to share some of the things that we were looking for? Um, yeah, uh, so do you, Luthix, have any information on, um, I don't know, on, like, the Eos Athletics Club or the Malika Group, um, stuff like that, you, mm. you know, just, if, if you got anything. Roll a diplomacy check. Can I aid her? Mm, not with diplomacy. Mm. Unless you can think of something really nice to say. Well, I said something really nice and then told Noto to speak. Okay, I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 16. That wasn't great. So that's enough to get a plus two. All you got to do is get over a 10 uh, to aid. Uh, My diplomacy bonus is a 10, so I auto win. Ooh, (laughs) good to know. Uh, Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Well, um... know that it well people have said that it's haunted that death lingers there that the dead don't sleep like they have elsewhere the Malika group I know nothing about uh cool can I sense motive that Come on, come on. Damn it. Food's real good. Yeah. Food is real good. I only got a 13. Food is very good. Luthix, how is it that something so simple like the Malika group can slip under your radar? You have your talons in everything in this city. You've never heard of them. Keep reminding you. The Brass Bazaar is under my control. Brass Bazaar is my domain. I will protect the Brass Bazaar. Things that happen on the outskirts, they're more on the periphery of my decision-making. Since the Malika group 
patrols the EOS Athletics Club, which is a burnt-down building on the Huskon outskirts of Corona. Need them no mind. Can I ask, has anyone ever tried to harm the Brass Bazaar? Hmm. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Huh. Do you not want to go further? Oh, you wish for me to get into specifics. Uh, every day, there's generally about three or four attempts of robbery within the Brass Bazaar. Those are all taken and handled by me. Run the tight ship around this area. There are other small gangs that try and rise up and gain prominence within the area. The current one being the Sirocco Bandits, who are a problem, I will admit, although they haven't encroached into Brass Bazaar territory. So, they have been on my periphery. Other gangs that do swoop in on a monthly basis, well, they are... If we wanted to earn your trust, how would we go about doing so? Continue on your path. Do what you're doing. In the end, I shall make my judgment. When I make it, 100% final and over. This food is great. <laughs> um, uh, not not to change the subject or nothing. Um, do you happen to know a person by the name of Dosk? Dosk. Dosk. They say he's licked by flames. Yes, yes, an Azata fellow. One of the brass dragons. Right? Yes, he has come in here once before, although I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. Give me Luthix for asking perhaps a stupid question. Do you happen to be a part of the dragons. Why would you ask a question like that? Uh, as I said, it was stupid. I am a shop owner. This is my abode. I well, I just have business. to say that it's called the Brass Bazaar, and it is run by, well, you. Right. See, you found out my secret as being a Dragon, yes? Is that what we're referring to? Yes. I'd appreciate it if you could spread that around. However, what I will tell you is I'm quite content running my business. I'm quite content being in charge of the Brass Bazaar. There are no dealings outside of all of that that I wish to be any part of. Sense motive. Sense motive. <laughs> I would like to as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm come eating. Come on, come on. <laughs> Damn it. 
food is so good. Oh, that's a net. Holy gosh. Boom. What's the that's total? Captain. So 21. What's the total? 21? 21. Yeah, I have a, I just put a, a point into sentence mode at this, this level. This food is delicious. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Dang it. I would also like to sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> My modifier is negative two. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I have an eight, but I keep rolling so low. <laughs> All right, so you've, you've talked to you, you've talked to Luthix. What else would you like to do? Eat our food. It's delicious. Does Luthix walk away? Yes. She makes me extra slimy. <laughs> Mog, I don't think that's something you should go around telling people. Whoa. Yes, I don't think that's appropriate dinner conversation. I or thought it was or... great. <laughs> well, what did I say that was inappropriate? I'm I sorry I offended. No, I am assuming... I am sorry if I am incorrect. I was assuming that you were implying a sexual innuendo. Oh, ah, ha, ha. No, no. It's like sweaty for me, but slimy. Oh, I see. She makes your pores eat. <laughs> Never mind. Yes. You know yes. what? We're just going to. This food is so good. <laughs> I, oh, I see now. Yes. Okay. Um, the way I see it, we either go to this athletics club and deal with some ooky spooky ghosts, or we can go back to the meltdowns and try to find some stuff out with the bloodshot gang. I'm oh. to, you do know that there is a way to, uh, there is a way that you could perhaps talk your way into keeping the meltdown as open as possible. You are part of the members, you could uh, figure out a way how to uh, maybe talk your way around getting the people in and out of her. Okay. Is there, maybe there's like a secret back way in to like my There is. Or... There actually is a, uh, there's a backdoor entrance that most of the Akeshti use. And it's actually the thing that you and Nono slipped out of. Mm. I do believe if we wanted to go back to the meltdown, I could find a way to get you all inside. I can't guarantee your safety. But I can try. It will at least get Nono close enough to a computer to where we can see what's stored there. Yes, it's worth a shot. Okie okay. Do we wanna... Down. Hmm? Mog, I wish you still had your colonel outfit. <laughs> As a disguise. Yes. Perhaps I could act like a living dead. Or if we could put a robe over your head in some capacity. Mm. Oh, I, I have those. I can help with that. <laughs> yeah. Is anyone good at disguise? <laughs> I mean, I'm good at putting rugs on top of things. <laughs> I said, I did say robe, but I can oh. see why a rug would also work. Tomato, tomato. putting rugs on top of like that's a skill. <laughs> it's a skill. It's a, it's a skill. skill. It's part oh, of my uh, it athletics. It's, here's, it goes. 
Perception, physical silence, piloting, profession, putting there it is. on top of people. If I ran a D&D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you you want to disguise Mog with a rug? Uh, roll a disguise Eep. check. Whoever is doing this, yeah. Why don't it? Why don't we make it you, Jess? Okay. I'll alter my voice as well, so that way they do ah. not recognize it. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. He looks like a, a <laughs> rug. I'm gonna grab the uh. rug from a bedzigak. Oh, give okay. it to me. I wish we still had that colonel costume. It's a 13. 13. You, so a little bit more posh slug in a rug. <laughs> a slug in a rug. Captain, Don't you know about those slugs in a rug? You seem to be the expert on disguises and trickery. How should I change my voice to better integrate this disguise? Disguises and trickery, should I be offended? No, I mean it as a compliment. You're quite skilled in these areas. I am. Do you not feel this way? Your ability to speak and get yourself out of trouble, get us out of trouble. Yes, but I would like to call that diplomacy. Ah, <laughs> yes. Perhaps not trickery and disguise, because truly I am never out to trick someone. It's their fault if they don't believe a lie. What about manipulation? What are your <laughs> What was the original question? How should your I voice. Yes, change your my voice? Yes, your voice. Oh, yes. do you remember how you felt when you were wearing the colonel costume? Mm, yes. Do you feel uh, do you remember how it felt to have so much authority? You maggots. Yes, I would like you to channel that. Pretend, pretend, pretend that you pretend. are the co-captain of the Scourge. Mm. The co-captain. I enjoy it. But I will say I still outrank you, but you are yes. just slightly under. Just slightly. I'm the boss of everyone else, but not the boss of you. For the next hour or so. <sighs> Congratulations on your promotion, Mog. Thank well you. Well received. Yes, it comes with a pay raise as well. Ha. Ah. I know you get dental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have teeth? No. But you can still get gum disease. <laughs> forward to when we are at the meltdown. You are you you're sitting in front of this building that you've seen before, and it seems normal. You, there's Kojin Hackhands over there selling uh, selling his sun meat. Kind of waves at you with his cleaver hand, uh, and I'm gonna sneak him through the back. Okay, so you go to the back of Meltdown, uh, and there is, in fact, a a secret room back there. Um, and you, I need in order to get into it, there is an athletics check, and then also a uh, or no, there's just cool. an athletics check. Okie dokie. 
From everybody? I have that. Everybody who's trying to get in through the uh, secret door. All right, everyone. Ship shape. Well, I rolled in that one. (laughs) 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 Fifteen. Dirty 20. Uh, 15 and a dirty 20 pass. Um, So you both are fine. Uh, Yep, you're good to go. Uh, and uh, Nono only had the one cup of coffee this morning, so she's not feeling, um, you know, herself right now. So she's gonna try again. Is that possible? Uh, yeah. I mean, did you fall though? I did. I got a twelve. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, Mog falls down hard, takes two points of damage, landing on the ground. No, no, you just kind of like slip down the side. Um, what? I, but I just you gotta get a again, running start. Sure. Just a running start. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but that time it's a natural one. Yeah, you're gonna take five points of uh, of damage as you just hit the ground. I didn't very realize hard. getting into this room would be so difficult for all of you. <laughs> this is confusing. No, no, let me fall in. Be a lesson to you, my underling. You must try harder. <laughs> That's good advice. Um, hey, Benzica, can you just reach down and pick me up? Because I don't know if this gonna get better. Yeah, That's I real could... easy. Uh, Abed's Gek opens the little flap that's right there and just pulls No-No up. Um, can I grab Mog, too? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I can help with you my know- arm extenders. Hey! Oh, yeah. uh, we'll say that Abed's Gek pulls up No-No and Wait, uh, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 Ben. I have to say, this is like picking up one of those tubi toys, you know? Like the little slippery ones that <laughs> fall out of your hands. How dare you? I was going to say that my <laughs> 392... Picks up Mog with uh, with their extendable arms, and that it was like you know those slippery tubes that like you pick up. Shit! You guys have never heard of them. Never heard. <laughs> no. Of them. Did my twelve make it, Ben? Uh, no, no. The captain's oh, left outside. I also fall. Oh. Can I pick up the captain? <laughs> yeah, you pick up the captain, and it's like one of those tubes, those slippery tubes that. No, oh, no wait, Phoenix, that's, I'm sorry. Phoenix at first is gonna fight it and be like, "I can do it on my own." Like, sure. I can. Oh no, and the, and then kind of look at a Benzikak like, "Okay, fine." I won't tell the others. Look how strong the captain is doing this all by herself. <laughs> Thank you. And Abenzikak. just like that, you are all in meltdown. This is the room that you know, no, no, you were locked up in here. Uh, This is where you were locked up. This is where, uh, this is where Model 392 kind of set you free. And it was, this is a very uncomfortable situation that you were all in. But you have made it into this small kind of bunk room of the meltdown. You are okay. all over on roll 20. I am pulling you mm. over right. Okay, Model 392, where is the computer? That is a great question that I do know the information to, Ben. <laughs> uh, you would know that the computer is probably within Mama Thrash's office. Yes. It's kind of hard to get into, uh, but you 
do know that it is through the doorway uh, that is closest to you, uh, almost directly across from where you just went in. We have to get to Mama Thresh's office. However, in order to do this, we're going to have to cross through Meltdown. I suggest I take the lead, even though you, Captain Phoenix, are the captain, and Mog, you are currently co-captain. I do feel like I need to take the lead in this, just because I can maybe convince any 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 of my bloodshot thugs. Well, yeah, I was gonna say past gang member fellows to not engage in violence. Captain Phoenix has her coffee mug still. It's probably cold, very cold. She's still got coffee. She just keeps adding whiskey to it and taking sips of it. And she's gonna look at model 392 and go, oh yes, yes. Um, For the next 10 minutes, you as well, co-captain. What? Does that officially make me an official member of your crew, Captain? For the next 10 minutes. I mean, your name was on the credits at the beginning, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I missed it, so I don't believe you. Well, all I right. Will say, I will say, Bonnie, you did say you need to cross the entirety of the meltdown, oh. uh, but it's just crossing over this room. Uh, we have to cross <laughs> over the room, but that room is dangerous, Ben. It's a dangerous room, I know. All right, all right. Well said, Model 392. Even though we are following them now, don't forget, no, no, and a bedzik act that Model 392 is your boss, and I'm the boss of Model 392, and the boss of me is Phoenix. I'm gonna go to a bedzik act, and I'm gonna kind of lean into their ear. A bedzik act. Yeah. Do you want to be a co captain? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Okay. I, want, I want to roll to hear this. <laughs> okay, roll a perception check. <laughs> 21. What do oh, I have come to? Come on, come on. Dang come it. On, come on, really? Roll a stealth check. It's opposed. Me? Yeah, right. roll a stealth check. <laughs> 22. I'm no! I kid you not. <laughs> You're the real boss. But speaking of bosses, we have a new bit boss battle boss. <laughs> Get so out of here. You know what? While Karma. we're trying to figure out who actually is the co-captain of the ship, why don't we read some comments? Zippy Karma <laughs> gave it to Jamie. Thank you. Thanks, Zippy. People are saying uh, Mog needs to be number uh, So Mog is number one. That's Penguin Witch Doctor said that. And then Gary, Gary K532 said, Model 392 is number one A. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is definitely an Annie Bernard, Dwight True battle for the top. <laughs> Yep. You know, I went to Cornell, so I uh, deserve it. Um, oh boy. Hey, Gary K five three two slug in a rug. New merch idea. We have so many great merch ideas tonight. I agree, including I agree. Ben, your amazing Nerf. Get him a rink, a dinky dink, whatever you want to call him. Nobody in chat has been able to tell me what those things are, so I'm going to continue to call them shrinking. Wow. Are you talking about the towels or no? (laughs) No, he's talking about the little um, dissolvable pills that had, like, sponge inside that you'd drop in, like, water or the tub, and it would, like, expand to become an animal. Yeah, little dinosaurs Mm -hmm. or little, like... 
You can buy regular sponge versions of those at Trader Joe's. Get out of here. You are <laughs> you magic grow buy... capsules. Aren't they like growing? Grow? Yeah, magic grow capsules. Get out of here. Yeah. All of you. And then you just, and then, you know, you don't even need Nerf ones. Just get like regular sponges and, and then just throw them at people. And there's your Nerf ones. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. Just... Now what? That is the combat we have yet to see in Starfinder is thrown sponges. Mm -hmm. uh, so we need oh, to really work it's that. It's not somehow. too late. We it got the rods down. It's now time. You ever been hit by a sponge? It's jarring. <laughs> what kind of sponge? A wet sponge. <laughs> a wet one. <laughs> all right. So here you are. You're in the meltdown. You're all, all co-captains. Um, not, not everyone. I'm sorry. Not everyone no, except for no, no. So I tell Abedzegek that they can be co-captain. Right. Then I'm gonna be like, no, no. Uh, yeah, yes, Captain Phoenix. Hang back with me for a moment. Uh, okay. No, no, it's like the I'm one person wait. that needs to go over the door because there is oh, a, yeah. there's a key card lock, and so everybody else is like, mm -hmm. just staring at. Just the gonna two wait of you. here for you, Captain. <laughs> I'm gonna lean in and just be like, you go open that door, no, no. I believe in you. Oh, gee, thanks, Captain. That means also, a lot. I think you should be a co-captain as well. Um, Captain? Yes. How much coffee is left in that mug? Oh, none. That's what I thought. Um, you know what? I'm gonna hold on to this co-captain idea, because, um, you know, I don't really feel like I've deserved it. Maybe after the door swipe, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, and Nona will take a couple steps and like turn back to the captain and go. And then <laughs> waddle over to the door and swipe the key. In that moment. Okay. And I use the uh, cryogenics card. Not the five from the Indo-Solar Science Museum card. You go over and swipe the card from Cryogenics. Roll a reflex save. Uh -oh. What? Here we go Wait. with some more card drama. <laughs> oh no, I hate saves. Okay, okay, okay. It's a total of an eight, but it was a natural one. Okay, a natural one is a Wait. Um, okay. Do me a favor, and what's 17 plus 9, 26. 26 points of electrical energy course <gasps> into Wait. Nono as she touches the keypad. No! I have what? an idea. Yeah. Oh. Can I use my new ability that I've leveled up with, the intervene, as a reaction when an adjacent ally is damaged, I can take half of the damage. <gasps> Absolutely. Or, or, or... Phoenix can use her ability to make the damage roll the absolute least amount of damage that could possibly be rolled. Ooh. That one's better. <laughs> <laughs> so it's at this point that uh, that Captain Phoenix just, uh, she looks at a at this moment and all, all, all in the while is seeing multiple realities come true as she sees Nono swipe the key card. It's a, a moment of no, no burning to death. 
It's a known a moment of just pure chaotic destruction. It's a moment of No No kind of getting hurt, and then there's one moment where No No steps back right after she touches the key card uh, to the reader and and takes as <coughs> limited damage as possible. And it's at that point that Captain Phoenix snaps back to this moment in reality and kind of pulls No No away as she swipes that. No No takes six points of electricity damage. Oof. That was really good. <laughs> he rolled six die. <laughs> um, Carrying a lot with those resolve points, though. Let's hope you don't need them by the end. So, as this is the meltdown, I should know how to get through the door. In fact, you do. And in fact, should have thought of that is, first. <laughs> this is strange to you. Mama Thrush usually, she usually sets this trap on the door out front the front door because you know nobody ever uses that door all the gang members come through the secret entrance so it's odd now that that trap has been moved here something has changed interesting i believe either mama thrust does not trust My position may be compromised. Mm. I might be found out. I don't know how they would know that. But this trap should not be there in this room. And I am one of the people that uses this room. Do you know if there are any cameras hidden in this room for surveillance? Then I also look, look around. around. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are no cameras that are, are that are in here. You notice that there are beds, uh, and there are little foot lockers. Uh, these seem like uh, beds that are not made, but haven't been used in a couple of days. Um, you know, as as maybe their small, little, tiny little beds uh, are no longer needed. Perhaps. Roll perception check. Twenty-six. Three. Three. Fourteen. Four. <laughs> you hear a... <laughs> coming from outside. There's a small scratch at the door. I identify the sound? You could. Do I know that sound? You absolutely know that sound. It is a dinosaur that lives out there. Am I friends with the dinosaur? <laughs> is it Bash? <gasps> Bash! Oh. This is a uh, this is a, a dinosaur. This is a um, one of the dinosaurs that doesn't really speak. May know you. May remember you. Is it friends with Bloody Amy? Bloody Amy doesn't have much. Pleasure. Absolutely, it's friends with Mama Thrush. So you don't know anymore. Do I know the dinosaur's name? Cuddle. Cuddle? Cuddle. Oh god, I like I like Cuddle better. Hugs and kisses. Is it yeah. Cuddle <laughs> the dinosaur. Cuddle. I'm gonna go to the door, and um. Go into my memory, go processing. 
and then go into bloody Amy's voice and be like, Kado, this is Amy. Open the door. It's a dinosaur. You know that the dinosaur can't. It's like, it's like <laughs> sit, roll over, play I dead. I Jurassic, open the Park, door. Jurassic Park, the raptors fully opened the door. That's Thank true. you. Thank you, Jet. That but is what I'm to trying be, to. I, I, I want you all to be aware that this, this noise is not coming from the one that Nono just got shocked by. There oh. are three doors in a row. It's coming from the door that's very left. I the use door that Nono's trying to get into is the one on the right. Psychokinetic hand to open the door. Stepping through, very calmly, peeking its head around a corner, is a dinosaur. Its face bisected in the middle. Um, it looks at you with curious eyes. <laughs> it has the typical posture of a velociraptor, but its mouth opens vertically instead of horizontally. And I'm going to pull you to a picture of I think creature. I might have done that. Yep. Ooh. Did Ugh. I do that? Yeah. You <laughs> might have been the one to do this. As oh. it steps through the door, it looks at you all uh, very curiously uh, and very calmly. <laughs> and twists its head. I'm going to, I guess, look directly directly in the eye and just be okay. like, I'm sorry. Because that check. means food. Me roll a sense motive? Yes, roll a sense oh, motive no. check. negative modifier point, it's at this point that this dinosaur <laughs> opens its mouth and charges at you everybody roll initiative uh, 11 the noise that I was making with was that his little claws tapping on the ground when he walked or does he have a really cool watch? <laughs> That's how he sounds. All right. Gotta get you. Gotta get you. He's a jazz musician. I He's see. A jazzy. A Benzagak, what'd you get? 11. 11. All right, no, no. 21. 21. Uh, model 392. 19. 19. Mog. I got a 16. Okay. Crazy. And Captain Phoenix. 24. 24. After all that strong. whiskey. I mean, you can penalize me if you want to. <laughs> oh, no, that's I have a plus four. six to my initiative. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. That, uh, and I rolled an 18. That improved initiative is very, very good. He charges at you. Uh, and this is an action that he is allowed to do, is to make a charge attack in his surprise round. So he charges at you, Model 392. You are flat-footed to his charges. He runs up and he strikes at you with his talons, and he bites you. Uh, 
Uh, he is going to take a minus four uh, to each of these. Um, he has this pounce ability, which is really nice. The first one is going to uh, miss, even though you are flat-footed. And then he comes in with this bite with this vertical mouth. Um, that is going to be a 20 against your flat-footed AC. So for flat-footed, you're going to take a minus two. My EAC or KAC? Your KAC. Oh, 18 with, 18. with a minus two. So he goes and bites you. You are going to take seven points of piercing damage as he just bites into your skin. You might have done that to him. Top of the round, it is Captain Phoenix. Captain Phoenix, as you open up this small little area, a black hole opens up and a grenade oh, yeah. falls at your feet. Oh boy. Let me just see how long that grenade is going to last. Okay. You have a grenade, it's at your feet. What do you do? Uh, well, it is a free action to throw the grenade, yes? It's a free action to throw the grenade. Okay, I'm gonna pick up the grenade and I'm gonna throw it in the far back corner, which should be about, uh, it should be 15 feet away from me and it should be 10 feet away from the dinosaur. Love it, okay, it's you do It's the furthest that. I can throw it. Okay. Next, if you'll allow, okay. I, I would like to take us on a little journey. So, the coffee cup I've been holding all morning, I mean, come on, this is, this is a sci-fi show right this is right. this is a city in space it so is. i'm picturing this coffee cup that i'm holding to be one of those like like moving picture coffee mug so like it probably says like corona like it's probably advertisement right? you know, wish you a, were here it's yeah. a deep cultures uh, institute that says uh it's actually nibs mug and it says world's best wife oh um, and then or, it, like, uh, universe, rotates, universe's best know? wife um, yeah. and it, you can it, tell that it's kind of old. Cool. But, 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 but what I was trying to go with this was <laughs> <laughs> like, can, and then can it like switch and say something else? And then like uh, switch yes. and say, great, cool. So <laughs> I'm going to just be holding my coffee mug and look at this dinosaur and say, no, I'm just going to like reach out and touch the dinosaur with my coffee mug and cast jolting sir. Okay. You absolutely can do that. You you reach out and touch them with your coffee mug. I love it's actually this mug. Nibs uh, Nibs's coffee mug. Yeah. So I just uh, needed it to be electrical to be able to cast this spell. It's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so that's going to be a fifteen plus five, so a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty is a hit. Roll damage. Nice. No. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're telling me no. Right, that is six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, forty, fifteen points of damage. Fifteen points of damage, and you can see that you have made this dinosaur angry. Would, would you like, like to move to anywhere? Take a guarded step. Ah, the good old-fashioned guarded step. Congratulations. No, no, it is your turn. I'm. Are you riding Scriff or is Scriff by your side? I. I had never said, but because I never said, I'll say that he's by my side. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. What do I know about this dino? Mm. 
Uh, okay, uh, roll a, a life science check. Life science. Can I assist? Since uh, I actually know what it is and did that to it? Yeah. yeah. Or should I wait for my turn? Um, it'd be better to wait for your turn and try it then. Uh, that's only a 13. A 13, uh, you get to know, no, no, you get to know nothing. Fun. Okay. Um, then Nono is going to go out on a little bit of a limb here. Okay. Uh, she, she looks at her little personal computer comm unit she has on her wrist. Right. Um, and starts pushing a bunch of buttons, and she's like, Hey, guys, look at this cool thing I figured out it could do. And, like, a hologram appears on the far side of the room in front of her of uh, sun meat. Okay. And she's using her mechanic trick, distracting hack. All right. Uh, So basically, I'm trying to distract the dinosaur... Uh, with this image, it is a faint check using computers instead of bluff. Uh, so that CR is going to be, or that DC is going to be 10 plus the dino's sense motive. Or oh, 15 plus one and a half the CR, whichever yeah. is greater. Yeah. Okay. Because its so. sense motive is off the charts. Let me just, no, I'm just kidding. It's 15 plus one and a half times the CR. Okay. Uh, but I'm so. going to try to distract it. Go with ahead. as little knowledge as I have. Uh, that is a dirty 20. A dirty 20. It, it kind of goes like, and looks around. It, it's, uh, it's a little confused. Did it work or not? Because it matters. It, it worked. Okay, cool. Uh, awesome. That means I have fainted it. It's fainted. It's Meaning it will be flat-footed to me. It, yes. uh, I, It'll be no, flat-footed to me. Uh, cool. Does, uh, does Scriff want to do anything? Uh, yeah. Scriff's going to take a shot. Okay. Or two, because he didn't move. And I discovered, leveling up, that I should have been using a much bigger bonus for Scriff's shots hey. this whole time. Now, is, uh, is this dinosaur, uh, is it flat-footed to, uh, to Scriff as well, or only to you? doesn't say that in the text, so raw, I don't think so. Okay. The first shot is only a seven. Second, Not gonna oops, hit. Second is a 18. 18 is a hit. Roll damage. Ooh, as okay. you take the, as Scriff takes a shot with the hunting rifles over its shoulder, it just pops in the shoulder. Or it pops into the skin of this, uh, of this dinosaur. That'll be 30 points of damage. Three points of damage. Fantastic. We continue on. It is now Model 392's turn. Model 392, what are you going to do? So sad. Um, first, I would like to, uh, basically, as soon as I see the dinosaur, I'll obviously muscle a bit. I would like to do a life science check uh, sure. to see kind of like any weaknesses. What do I know about it? I've Perfect. obviously experimented on it. So. Mm. Yeah, roll like a life that. science check. Oh, gosh. Uh, whew, 24. 24. Uh, you do know a few things about this. You know two people. This is a a Akatonian Kashma 
Um, so it is a dinosaur that is found on Akaton. You have done some experiments in order to create the vertical mouth on this. You also know a couple of things. It is very resistant to cold. Uh, any type of cold is really just not going to get through to it. Uh, and it is vulnerable uh, to, to acid. Okay then. Um, so I'm going to um, do an entropic strike. Perfect. I believe. Uh, with my hammer. Let's do it with the hammer. Yeah. All right. All right. Make that attack. Okay. Twelve. Twelve points. Uh, no, twelve is not gonna hit. So yeah. no. Uh, you miss with your entropic strike. Not connecting. Is there? I have an extraction. Oh, you have an extra action. You want to make it another attack? I, I do. See. And also, when uh, when I got bit, I just want to make sure all of you know that even though I'm very sad, I went. <laughs> And I laughed in the face of danger. Perfect. Oh, that's way better. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 20. 22! 22 is a hit. Roll damage. I will. Uh, Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage into this. uh, This Kado, you know Kado. I mean, it's in your memory banks, but there's no connection there right now. There's no feeling of of camaraderie and maybe this thing feels the exact same way would you like to move anywhere would you like to take five foot uh, a guarded step or uh, or just run a guarded around the place ske- maybe a guarded step away from the grenade sure. yeah uh, and- uh, back up into the corner closer to a bed's gag positioning yourself uh in between the the beds that seem unused and, and just to reiterate, I grant, uh, it's grant an ally a plus two morale bonus to AC. I'm going to give that to Mog. Perfect. Thanks. Mog, it is you, now your turn. You betcha. I'm moving up. You fools <laughs> moving back. I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to step forward. Uh, and before I cast my spell, I would love to also uh, learn what I know about this creature. Absolutely. So you said life science, correct? Yes. Uh, I didn't roll very high. Additionally, I think I would have asked the same question that Bonnie asked. So okay. let's just move on. Well, yeah. gonna... Am I allowed to say that I give that information to the team? Like, acid! Absolutely. It hates acid! You know? Yes. Um, well, I guess maybe I did have... I, have a... I rolled a 15, plus my theme knowledge reduces yeah. the DC by 5. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't learn anything okay. uh, uh, more good. than what... Unless, uh... You know that its uh, its talons could make you bleed. Okay. <laughs> Deduced that. Uh, I would like to cast fatigue. You, you basically have a uh, Jurassic Park moment. Where you're like, oh, that talon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to uh, induce fatigue? I get a will save, correct? Uh, no, I have to hit you with a melee, and then I think oh, okay. you get. I think you get it after that. Okay. Uh, my attack roll is 21. 21. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it as you reach out and touch this dinosaur, placing your three-fingered hand goopily all over the <laughs> dinosaur. And then do I get a save? or? Uh, you get a fortitude to... save. Fortitude save. DC 15. Ooh, I got you there with an 18 total. Darn you. 
I'm happy I was able to even just land the melee touch, though. Hey, good for you, though. I'm proud of you. Thanks. And as you moved, and as you reached out and touched it, you don't have any extra actions, do you? No, I don't. Oh, great. Because now it's my turn. Oh, and man. Mark, you stepped up to this creature, so I plan on taking two attacks. Uh, a, a bite and also a, a swipe with its talons. It does, uh, of course, it is going to take the penalties uh, for using multi-attack. I don't, I don't even really care about that, so here we go. <gasps> yes! No, you didn't. Yes, I did. That's a natural 20. If I lose another eye... Okay, this was its talons. So, uh, first let's roll out some damage here. That is going to be a total of 14 points of slashing damage. Um, and then comes the critical hit deck. Is Would now be a time that I can use my new intervene? You talent? are not directly next to Mog. We're in a so, very small uh, room. Yes, uh, but you can't because you are not like five feet away from it, him, you wait. are ten feet away from him. Wait, I have four darts. Can I dart you? It is a natural 20. Nothing no! that you can say or do will take away this. This Mog. is also gonna hurt, too, because it nicked an artery with its talon. <gasps> Mog's a tank. Come on, guys. <laughs> so, you take a total of one point of bleed okay. and two more bleeding damage just kind of gush out of this thing. Oh. So in the 16 was the original number of the slashing? 14. 14, okay, and then plus three is 17 then? Is he frozen on your guys' screens? Yeah, he yeah. Oh, there we go. He's back. So 14 slashing, three bleed. The next attack is going in with its bite. He chomps down on you. Ah! 15 against KAC. Oh, yeah. plus that, two. Yeah, plus the two. plus two. The plus two does not hit. I laughed at you. Ah, so that little little laugh uh, does not does not allow this creature to get through. It's a full round action to do nice. those things. Uh, so, oh, but wait, I have an extra action too. Oh. <laughs> I do, I do. So. He is going to move to the corner, leaving a square. Uh, do you want to attack him? Do you have like you have your stick? You could make a strike against it. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll bop him. <laughs> yeah, you bop. I'll bop. Come on, come bop on. It. Twist it. I roll a nineteen. That's roll a twenty-two. 19. Hey, that is a boppable moment. So uh, roll roll your measly damage. <laughs> How dare you? Okay. <laughs> if it was measly, I'd be rolling a d4, which I am. <laughs> four points of bop damage. Hey, four points of bop, bop. damage. You hit it with a stick. Wait, no, no. Five points, because we leveled up. Oh, hey. Weapon specialization. Ooh, your stick gives more paper cut. Proud of you. Uh, Good job, Mom. Hey, I wouldn't be here without that plus two to AC. Oh, boy, I keep... I have two keyboards in front of me and I keep typing on the wrong one. Like, why is it not working over there? <laughs> um, so it goes over to this corner because you threw a ball for it and now oh. it goes and it picks up the ball. What? 
and it has it in one of its talons. What? So why did it oh, attack then, you first okay, okay. if it was distracted by the ball? Wait, can it pick it up because that would, oh wait. No, you moved on your extra action, so can you pick it up? Oh, because didn't I say throwing was a free action? Yeah. But picking up isn't. Are you okay, it picked up, it picked up the grenade. Uh, we move on. It is now Abedzagak's turn. Abedzagak, what would you like to do? I am so confused because now it's like a puppy playing. <laughs> okay, so I got this new toy, right? Yes. I got this grappling hook, and I am not terribly far away from this dinosaur, but I, I do think I need to take maybe two steps forward towards this little dinosaur, little buddy, for what okay. I would like to do. Um, because Mog is right in front of me and I don't want to hurt him any further. So, I want to uh, swing this grappling hook at the dinosaur at the mouth so that I can clamp it shut. So that way it can't eat us with its face. Okay, so you want, you, you're trying to use the grappler to close its mouth? Yeah, you know, like, because you can, like, hook okay. the little two pieces together, you know, and then, yeah. and then maybe... It, ultimately, what I want is for it to go... And then into its mouth. Uh, now, I will tell you, Jess, that this isn't exactly what your your combat feat is designed to I understand do. that. I am not conventional. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to do this, I'm going to make it harder. I know. So go ahead and uh, and you roll a combat maneuver check. So you're gonna add okay. your you're just gonna roll your attack roll, and it's okay. going against its KAC plus eight plus whatever I decide is the extra on top of it. Okay, so I just just a basic attack roll. Yep. No, you're basic like you were shooting something. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, dirty twenty. <laughs> okay, yeah, it it does not even grip onto it. Like, Dang it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sorry, Ben. We just got like the funniest comment in the world what? just now. Uh, it's Lucas Martinez's. Oh. If, if Mog doesn't have any bones or stuff, is he like a walking, talking yogurt pouch? Yeah. And, and when cut, he oozes out. You're a he, gogurt. He's a mogurt. Oh, Fantastic. A mogurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, I have an extra action, so I know that didn't work, but I have another plan. Okay. Make What would you like to do? Oh, God. Give it the rug! I'm just kidding. Honestly, <laughs> but I don't... It just caught the ball! It did. It caught the ball. Hey, so I... hey not a ball. Not a ball. <laughs> Let's not let it get too close to us. Not a ball. Ah, hear me out. <laughs> I want to pull a rug out, and I okay. want to just smother its face with the rug as opposed to shooting at it. I just want to, like, stop it from hurting us. You are not close enough to smother this thing with a rug. Ugh, fine, I'll shoot it. You're going to take out your rug gun? Yes. Okay, you take out your rug gun, and you shoot it. Okay, I'm going to use Jessica, what? what? you should ready an action with the rug and baseball bat the grenade. I do that. <laughs> Pull out your rug, and you're ready to take a swing uh, with this grenade as uh, if it gets ever closer to you. Okay. Captain Phoenix, it is your turn. What would you like to do? You didn't have to do that. Thank you for indulging me, though. I like it. 
<laughs> I think that was amazing. Uh, I just Googled something, so I'm probably now flagged by the government, but I did Google. <laughs> did you did you look up Mogert? No, no. <laughs> did you, Ben? No. Well, now I have I'm to. I'm about to. No, I did, I did just Google what happens if you shoot a grenade. Okay. According to Google, it will explode. Ben, how does that work in Starfinder? Oh, yeah, if you shoot a grenade, it'll explode. Uh. All right, I would like to- It already to... happened once when Mog shot the grenade. With my eyeball. I'm gonna pull out my pistol and I would like to shoot the grenade. Okay, but make it very hard because it is a tiny object far away from you within the grasp of far? a dinosaur. Is it that far? It's 20 feet away from you at this but point. And it is- I've got feet of range. Yeah, I know it's within your first range, but it is a small target being Wait. held by something. It's almost like if you were trying to disarm somebody by shooting it, and therefore it, you know, it has those same like combat maneuver kind I mean, of qualities able... to it. Meaning it's going to be against KAC And I should be eight. able to uh, add like my profession bonus as well because I feel like as a captain, like this is something that I've done many times. I mean, just think about any captain in any sci-fi thing ever. I've seen Mal do that. He's disarmed people. Point like he just can shoot something and just like bam, it happens. Hmm. I mean. I feel like, I feel like Kevin. <laughs> no. All right, you know what? No. I'm gonna say no to Dang. that. It's too bad this is like real instance. life isn't a game and I couldn't have ro rolled a diplomacy check. Mm. All right, here we go. I do have a point of inspiration, so. I feel like you did try to uh, to, to roll a diplomacy it check. Just it just wasn't was high enough to enough. make it happen. <gasps> You're not gonna believe me. I should lie about this. Like. I should tell you it's a 19. Ben, I don't want to touch it. I want to take a photo, but... Uh, ben, I kid you not. Okay. Read it. <laughs> so I tiny. It's so small, I can't see any of that. Can I you believe. not see it? <laughs> it's very blurry. It's a 20, Ben. We believe, right. we believe you. I swear. All right. What's oh your my total? Gosh. Okay. I love past the meeples comment just now that said, "Does Ben not watch sci-fi?" <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works, Ben. <laughs> Sorry, what was it? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. It is not enough to hit this small grenade. However, it does hit the creature. So roll your damage and double. That was the highest I could have possibly rolled. All right. I know, but KAC plus eight is very, very difficult to hit. Yep, that's only going to be two, wait, four points of damage. Four points of damage, but you do get the critical hit card. Uh, so let's not forget about that. And it has a torn tendon. Uh, the target moves one step down the strength poison track. So you shoot through and you're aiming for this tiny little grenade in its hands uh, and it just like pierces into the tendon on Ow. its wrist, making it not nearly as strong. Um, but you are you are able to do uh, you are able to hit it, but it's not dead. Well, had I known okay. that it wouldn't have worked no matter what I did. 
you'd have been metagaming at mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. Uh, would you like to move anywhere? Okay. Uh, no, no, it is your turn. Okay, first off, Patches! Uh, and Patches is gonna waddle over in the cute little way he does. Okay. Uh, and heal me for two points. Yeah. There you go. Healed up for two points. I like it. Uh, now, no, no, having this information, hearing acid, she draws her acid uh, dart. Sure. What yes. do I have? Tactical acid dart Tactical rifle. Tactical acid dart rifle. Uh, and she's going to take a shot. Yes. That's a 19 on the die. Uh, 25. 19 on the die. 25. That's a hit. Whoopie doke. Get it. This is acid and piercing. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. Alright. Doing more and more damage to this thing. It looks very weak on its feet. And... Can... She's gonna use an extra action to take another shot. Hey, there you go. Take another shot. Maybe not so good. 12. 12. Yeah, no, that one misses. Uh, this thing, uh, you did even faint it, and it's not quite enough to uh, to get through as it was very, very confused. Model 392. And two shots from Scriff. Oh, Scriff, yes, as well. Uh, that's... Um, <laughs> it's a natural one, total of five, followed by a 19. Ooh. Yeah. That will not do it. Does um, the 19 hit? The 19 does hit, however. So oh, okay. Roll damage. Uh, that is six points of damage. Six points of damage as it just pop, pops into this dinosaur. And it's holding a, uh, it's holding this grenade in its hand. As it explodes directly on top of it, blowing up. Catching a Benzagak in the fray. All of you hear this ear-piercing screech of this screaming loud grenade as it just crushes this dinosaur. All of you, I need to roll fortitude save. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> um, does Scriff need to or no? No, I no. should take a picture. Because okay. <laughs> I just got a net 20. Yeah. That's like your fourth of the night. Oh, I know. It's been crazy. You're on fire. I'll take a picture. So pretty. 16. 16? You're Good. okay. I rolled a 19, so that's going to make it 19, a 24. You're okay. All right. 30, 20, even with my negative two. 30, 20, you're okay. Uh, I will say, uh, Abedzagak, you yeah. also need to roll a reflex save. Yep. I got a five. Five. Reflex 17. 17. All right. You take five points of this sonic damage as it just hurts your ears. No, my ears are precious. <laughs> <laughs> then you all look and see mom who now cannot hear anyone and 
is dead. <laughs> oh no. And we'll pick this up next time. How dare you? Wow. He has Don't one worry. eye. I have a per perfectly good new eyeball. I'm fine. <laughs> I want All right, some everyone. Next you. episode, he can't smell. <laughs> everyone, we are done this evening. That is it uh, for for us over here. Well, with that said. <laughs> We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> we will see you all next time with more things in space!